0: How Krishna becomes attracted by the devotional service of his devotees is described by Narada in the Srimad Bhagavatam, 7th canto, 10th chapter, 37th verse. There Narada addresses King Yudhishthira, while the king is appreciating the glories of the character of Prabhupada Maharaj. A devotee always appreciates the activities of other devotees. Yudhishthir Maharaj was appreciating the qualities of Prabhupada and that is one symptom of a yeah. devotee. If your devotee never thinks himself is great, he always thinks that other devotees are greater than himself. The king was thinking, Salad Maharaj is actually a devotee of the Lord, while I am nothing. And while thinking this, he was addressed by Narada as follows. My dear King Yudhishthir, in this world, you, the Pandava brothers, are the only fortunate people. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has appeared on this planet and is presenting Himself to you as an ordinary human being. He is always with you in all circumstances. He is living with you and covering Himself from the eyes of others. Others cannot understand that He is the Supreme Lord, but He is still living with you as your cousin, as your friend, and even as your messenger. Therefore, you must know that nobody in this world is more fortunate than you. In the Purnima when Krishna appeared in his universal form, Arjuna prayed, My dear Krishna, I thought of you as my cousin brother, and so I have shown disrespect to you in so many ways, calling you Krishna, or friend, but you were so great that I could not understand. So that was the position of the Purnima. Although Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the greatest amongst all great, Still he remained with those royal brothers, being attracted by their devotion, by their friendship and by their love. That is the proof of how great this process of devotional service is. It can attract even the Supreme Personality of Godhead. God is great and devotional service is greater than God because it attracts People who are not in devotional service can never understand what great value there is in rendering service to the Lord. The first stages of devotion, the three categories of devotional service which Sri (coughs) Rūpa Gosvāmī describes in Bhakti-rasāna-tasīntu are listed as devotional service in practice, devotional service in ecstasy, and devotional service in pure love of Godhead. There are many subheadings in each of these categories. Generally, it is understood that in the category of devotional service and practice, there are two different qualities. Devotional service and ecstasy has four qualities, and devotional service and pure love of Godhead has six qualities. These qualities will be explained by Trimalupa Goswami later on. In this connection, Trimalupa Goswami suggests that the person that the person eligible for Krishna consciousness or devotional service can be classified by his particular taste. He says that devotional service is a continual process from one's previous life. No one can take to devotional service unless he has had some previous connection with it. For example, suppose in this life I practice devotional service to some extent. Even though it is not 100% perfectly performed, still, Whatever I have done will not be lost. In my next life, from the very point where I stopped in this life, I shall begin again. In this way, there is always a continuity. But even if there is no continuity, if only by chance a person takes interest in a pure devotee's instruction, he can be accepted and advanced in devotional service. Anyway, for persons who have a natural taste for understanding
1: books like the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, devotional service is easier and for those who are simply accustomed to mental speculation and argumentative processes. So, (coughs) Narod Muni instructed to bash the and the verse, traptvāsadhanmām carunāṁ hari. Even one takes to devotion and service, takes shelter of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, somewhere rather, kāmat lobhāt bhayāt, as it is stated in the Śrīmad-bhāgavatam, just like the gopīs, they took shelter of Krishna uh, superficially by lusty desire. But uh, it was not lusty desire. It was uh, pure love. But in the material world, same thing will be considered as lusty desire. So, where is the difference between love of God and lusty desire? Because uh, ordinary men will consider that gopis were um, attracted by Krishna in lusty desire. The so, Chaitanya uh, Charitamrita Krishna Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami he says that there is difference between material lusty desire and love of God. He has compared that love of God is just like gold and lusty desire is just like iron. So the difference between lusty desire and love of God is, uh, in the material world, which is going on as love, that is lusty desire, because the party, both the party, are interested uh, in individual uh, sense gratification. Uh, but here uh, the gopis or any devo- devotees, they want to satisfy the senses of Krishna. That is the difference between uh, material lusty desire and love of God. atmendriya tripti Tar Kam. When one desires one's own sense gratification, in the material world, suppose a boy loves a girl and a girl loves a boy, that is personal sense gratification. Ah. As soon as the personal sense gratification is not satisfied, uh, immediately the so called love is divorced. No more love. Uh, in the Kali it is stated in the Shastra, Dampatte Rati me vahī, in <clears throat> uh, love uh, between husband and wife, will be disturbed. As soon as there is uh, uh, no satisfaction of sex desires, dampat patte me vahi. And in the Western countries we find, uh, in our country also it has already begun, there are so many divorce cases. Uh, the Mostly the divorce cases take place when there is disturbance in sex, sex satisfaction. So that is lust. But here, in the case of Krishna and gopis, that is different. The gopis used to dress themselves so that Krishna will feel satisfied. uh, Satisfaction for Krishna's satisfaction. They used to dress for Krishna's satisfaction. Uh, That is, of course, very difficult to understand. But we should learn from the shastras. This. Gopis had no sense gratification desire. They wanted to satisfy Krishna. Krishnaendra tirti vancha tar nam, ah, prema, Tarnam tirti vancha dhare tar ka. So that is the difference. <clears throat> Love of Krishna means to satisfy Krishna, not satisfy sense gratification. The practical example is from Bhagavad Gita. Or John. Or John, in the beginning, he wanted to satisfy his senses. He declined to fight with his grandfather, with his teacher, with his nephew and brother on the other side. He thought that upon their death, he'll not be satisfied. That means his sense, sense gratification. But uh, at the end, when he understood Bhagavad Gita, the sense of Bhagavad Gita, Sarvudhanman Puritajima Gang saranam Bhajat, our duty is to satisfy the senses of Krishna. So uh, then he to satisfy Krishna, he killed his kinsman, his grandfather, his teacher. So that is required, satisfaction of Krishna, not satisfaction of personal interest. Go on, David.
0: To support this statement, there are many authoritative assertions by the learned scholars of bygone ages. According to their general opinion, a person may become governed by certain convictions derived by his own arguments and decisions. Then another person, who may be a greater logician, will nullify these conclusions and establish another thesis. In this way the path of arguments will never be safe or conclusive. The srimad Bhagavatam recommends, therefore, that one follow in the footsteps
1: of the authorities. Here is a general... mahajana <inaudible> uh, You cannot uh, come to the conclusion, what is śādhāna, śādhāna, by simply argument tarka hmm. Pratishtha. by argument we cannot establish sutayo uh, vibhīnyā the scriptures are the many varieties sutayo uh, vibhinya nāsya every philosopher must differ with another philosopher uh, therefore Mahajana Jina Gata Sapanta. We have to follow the footprints of great authorities. They are also mentioned in the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, Great authorities. Samhu uh, Narada Samhu Kapila Kumara Manu Pralada Janaka Bhishma vaiya saki Vayam. Jamaraj said that these are the eight. Authorities. Uh, therefore, you have got Sampradaya, Brahma Sampradaya, Rudra Sampradaya, uh, <coughs> uh, then um, Lakshmi Sampradaya, Sri Sampradaya, and Kumar Sampradaya. The present Acharyas, there: are Ramanu Sampradaya, Sri Sampradaya, Madhya Sampradaya, Brahma Sampradaya, in this way. Uh, so we have to follow the footprints of the samprada. Just like we are Gauria, Madhya Gauria samprada, we are following the footprints of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as enunciated by the six Goshamis, Shri sanatana Sanatan Bhattacharya, Siji Gopal Bhattacharya. Uh, <coughs> so we have to follow the authorities. We cannot manufacture. There is no need of research work. Uh, simply, if we follow the chalked out path given by the great authorities, that will help us.
0: Mm.
1: Yes, gone. Here is a general description. Devotional service given by
0: Sri Rupa Goswami in His Bhakti Rasamrata Sindhu. Previously it has been stated that devotional service can be divided into three categories, namely devotional service in practice, devotional service in ecstasy, and devotional service in pure love of God. Now Sri Rupa Goswami proposes to describe devotional service in practice. Practice means employing our senses in some particular type of work. Therefore, devotional service and practice means utilizing our different sensory organs in service to Krishna. Some of the senses are meant for acquiring knowledge, and some are meant for executing the conclusions of our thinking, willing, and feeling. Thinking, feeling, and willing. So practice means employing both the mind and the senses in practical devotional service. This practice is not for developing something artificial. For example, a child learns or practices to walk. This walking is not unnatural. The walking capacity is there originally in the child. And simply by a little practice,
1: he walks very nicely. <coughs> Similarly... nitya siddha Krishna bhakti sadhyaka Not that by practicing something uh, external, not natural, we become accustomed. That is also sometimes there. But this devotional service, Krishna consciousness is not that type of practice. It is there already. Nitta Siddha Krishna Bhakti, Saddha Not actually by artificial practice, it is there. Suddha Chitta It is to be awakened. Exactly, just like. Uh, the, the child, by nature, uh, he can walk. But he still, if some help is offered to the child, he walks very nicely. So, this uh, practice, Vidhi Marga, devotional service, uh, is simply to awaken the dormant Krishna consciousness within the human being. Uh, just like it is happening in our Preaching work in the Western countries, these European American boys, they uh, never heard the name of Krishna four years ago, but they have taken to Krishna consciousness seriously because it was already dormant in them. Uh, It has been simply awakened Uh, by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. This. Pure uh, vibration of transcendental sound has enlivened them and they are awakened to Krishna consciousness. It is not that artificially they have taken it, uh, it is sure. Uh, anyone can test how much they have advanced in Krishna consciousness, how they are firmly convinced in Krishna consciousness because it has been awakened. The nature which was dormant, that has been awakened by, uh, that is the propaganda work of Śrī Chaitanya Mahāprabhu. He wanted uh, that in every town and every village of the world, on the surface of the globe, uh, his name, the preaching of sankirtan movement, inaugurated by Śrī Chaitanya Mahāprabhu, should be preached. The purpose was the dormant Krishna consciousness is there everywhere that we are experiencing. Now, in Africa, also, uh, who are supposed to be not very advanced in civilization, they are also very nicely taking part in this Krishna consciousness movement. Uh, European, Americans, they are advanced civilized people, but even in Africa, we are having very good success. They are becoming Vaishnavas. So, and it is in the Simadha Bhāgavatam, it is said, uh, So, these kīrātas are the Africans. So they are also becoming interested. Hūna-andhra, uh, other who are considered to be... Uh, uh, low-born, according to Vedic civilization, but still, uh, the uh, Vedic civilization does not uh, prohibit anyone to come to Krishna consciousness. Uh, by our karma, we may be high-born or low-born. That does not matter. अहितुकी uh, अप्रतिहता <inaudible> krishna consciousness cannot be checked by any material impediment that is not possible oh uh, it is ki it is natural uh, and uh, krishna says manghi uh, sritya papajuna he says that uh, even though uh, some people are considered to be papajoni low-born. It doesn't matter. But he can accept the shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. Uh, prabhavisnava uh, prabhaviṣṇava pulinda kīrātahū nāndra-pulinda-pakpaṣābhīra-summa-javanākha-sādaya jenneca-pāpa still more low-born than these people. suddhantī they can be Purified. Uh, if they actually take shelter of a pure devotee, they can be purified. That is the injunction of the Shastra, Sukadeva Gosvami. Shuddhanti. Uh, uh, people may argue how such low born people can be purified. That reply is Prabhavishnavyano. It is the supreme power of Lord Vishnu. It is possible. Krishna says, now, Krishna says that everyone can be delivered uh, simply by the process of Krishna consciousness. So whose duty is to enlighten them to Krishna consciousness? Uh, I was just talking with Goswami, Hari Goswami. Uh, whose duty it is to enlighten people to Krishna consciousness? It is the duty of guru We came to this conclusion and who is guru Sotriam Brahmanista. that means perfectly learned in Vedic literature and firmly convinced in Brahma realization that means first class Brahmin. so if the first class brāhmaṇas do not take care of this papa journey, then who will deliver them? Uh, we are the, some agitation is going on that this moment, Krishna Consciousness Movement, is killing uh, Hindu religion. Uh, you see? Just see their poor fund of knowledge. Uh, it is the duty of the first class Brahmin to enlighten this Papajoni. Otherwise, who will enlighten them? Uh, guru will enlighten. And who is Guru? Srotiram Brahmanistan. Brahmanistam means he must be Brahmin. So if the uh, so-called Brahmins they do not take care of them and if they re- remain remain Brahmins uh, uh limited within some limited area do not go outside, then who will deliver them? Uh, so these are not very sound arguments. Uh it is very uh what is called? Hmm. Cripple ideas. Uh, the brāhmaṇa means udāra. The opposite word of brāhmaṇa is kripaṇa, who is very miser. A brāhmaṇa cannot be miser. Even a hundred years ago, uh, the brahmanas would give chance to anyone to become brāhmaṇa. I have got so many instances. That is the duty of brāhmaṇa. Part on, part on? The Brāhmaṇa should be learned and uh, Brāhmaṇa should make others learned, other brahmin. Not that he simply satisfied that he is Brāhmaṇa and nobody should become Brāhmaṇa. No. He should make others Brāhmaṇa. Just like a big lawyer. He makes his assistants lawyer. Uh, a, a professor, learned professor, he makes others professor. Otherwise it is called gyanakhal uh, miser. And the knowledge should be distributed. Any scientist discovers, they distribute it. Similarly, brāhmaṇa should be udāra. Not only he should personally know what is brāhma, but he should distribute the knowledge. what Chaitanya Mahāprabhu said, bhumite janma paropakara is the duty of the brāhmaṇas. Paropakārā. And without being human being, how he can become a brāhmaṇa? Uh, cats and dogs cannot become brāhmaṇa. The perfect human being means brāhmaṇa. The first class perfect being, that is brāhmaṇa. And brāhmaṇa's duty is for paropakara patana patana Jajana Jajana dana patigra uh, Shatkarma nipana vipra mantra tantra visarada Vaishnava uh, guru-na-sasyāt. One who is Vaiṣṇava, just like Chaitanya Mahāprabhu, he becomes guru because he is udār. Vaiṣṇava means eh, paradukha-dukhi. Uh, Mancā-kalpatara-bhasya-kripāsindu-bhaya-bhaya-bhaya-pati-tānāṁ Vaishnava is potitaaram Pav. He can deliver all the fallen souls. So we have become crippled. Therefore, we are talking this that uh, this Krishna consciousness moment is uh, by killing our Hindu principles. No, it is really, actually, Vedic principle that one should be learned. And he should distribute the knowledge for paropakār. That is Brahminism. Uh, paradukha-dukhi kripāṁ mudirya-stamāṁ prapadye uh, hitakāriṇam These are the statements in this hāsa. Uh, nānā-śāsta-vichāra-naika-nipinau saddhanma-saṁ sthāpaka sthapaka hitakāriṇam This Gosvāmīs, they uh, uh, compile this. Sūpa compiled this bhaktira-sāmṛta-sindhu uh, not for the study, a few selected person. Uh, for the benefit of the whole human society. And actually that is happening. We have translated this bhaktira-sāmṛta-sindhu in English and we have got the greatest cell of this book. Everyone is speaking out. It is a study book in the Temple University of the United States. They like it. But it is required. We have got so much treasure house of knowledge. They should be, each and every book should be, at least the literature, Bhagavad literature, should be translated into English and distributed all over the world. Uh, that is lokāṇāṁ hitakārna, uh, to benefit the whole human society, not to remain crippled within a boundary. Uh, That is not Brahmanism. That is not Vaishnavism. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.